Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, I can't be the only person who hears the national media freaking out. Oh, my God, the Congress is paralyzed. They can't spend $100 billion this afternoon. This is really just the worst. Um, I don't know about you. I'm fine with that. I'm, I, I think maybe we should pause a second before we just hand out $100 billion. What do you think? How many trillion are we in debt? $32, $33 trillion in debt. So maybe we should be thinking instead of just handing out the cash. And, I, you know, I, I, from a PR standpoint, I get it. I think this um, speaker situation is unfolding very poorly. That's in part because the national media fans the flames of, oh, my God, the Republicans are so incompetent. Uh, You know, they're not going to help gloss things over and make things look good like they're doing with Joe Biden on a regular basis. But this is, um, in all candor, it is not unfolding well for us. And our our team, if you want to put it that way, the Republican team up in D.C. does need to figure out what they're doing and uh, lock in. In fact, we're going to talk to Bob Good. Congressman Bob Good in the next half hour and get his assessment. You know, he was one of the eight Republicans who voted to get rid of the Speaker, Kevin McCarthy. And um, what does he regret that vote? Does he think everything's going to work out okay here? We'll talk to him in a little bit. And I should tell you, you know, I'm live this morning at the Beacon Theater in Hopewell in anticipation of Politics and Pints, which is coming up on Wednesday, November 1st. You can get tickets right now at WRVA.com. But this morning, we're giving away a pair of tickets every hour. And in the last hour, Robert DeJong called in, and he was the 11th caller. So he's getting a, a pair of tickets to Politics and Pints. Really think it's going to be a lot of fun here at the Beacon Theater. The first time we've done the show here in Southside, it should be a much larger crowd than anywhere else that we've done this program. So I'll be talking about it more as we continue this morning. And we've got three more pairs of tickets that we'll give away on the air here this morning. So stand by for your chance to win tickets. And then if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're too busy and you don't want to wait, you can just go to WRVA.com and snag your set of tickets right now. The Speaker of the House of Delegates is a Republican, um, somebody who's joined us on the show many, many times, Todd Gilbert, and he is with us this half hour to kind of talk through where we are headed towards the big election day on November 7th. And Speaker Gilbert, I appreciate you coming on. I've been a little surprised that there hasn't been more uh, attention and, and kind of shock and outrage at the behavior of some of these Democrat delegates, specifically, they've been endorsed by a lot of defund the police groups. Are you all tracking on this? What What do you make of that? And good morning. Yeah, the, well, who who would have thunk it that uh, <laughs> defund the police was going to rear its head again? I, I, you know, you would think they had learned their lesson and and have seen all the the chaos that they've caused, not only here with the all the changes they made to our criminal justice system when they had the chance. Um, very much to our detriment and our crime rate, I might add, 
again, one of the things they're trying to avoid running on this year, you know, they're running on one thing and one thing only, and, and they're trying very hard not to talk about the, the crime rate and how they impacted that and how it all relates back to this movement to, that started out with defund the police. Um, but, you know, they've got all these groups coming in here, supporting them with money, uh, one after another, the state's project and the new Virginia majority and CASA in action and one after another groups that they're getting help from um, harken back to this time of defund the police. And they're just never going to go away on their side, it doesn't look like. Rodney Willett is seeking to return to the House of Delegates. Uh, he's up against a really dynamic young Republican woman named Riley Shia, who I didn't know of before this election cycle, and I've gone and kind of stood in the back of the room. She is on fire and so She's great. great. I don't, where did you uh, all yes, find absolutely. her? She's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was privy to uh, that recruitment. Uh, we, we, we had some uh, you know, members of our caucus, uh, one in particular, uh, I, will, I will say it, Carrie Coiner, uh, you're there in Hopewell. Carrie uh, really took the lead on recruiting and uh, securing Riley Shia's um, participation in this election. And she, she, you're right, she is a dynamo, and she, uh, she you know, if, if I had to wager on it today, she's going to win. And uh, Rodney got the worst draw he possibly could have, uh, somebody who understands that district, somebody who is energetic and, uh, you know, has real deep ties in that community and uh, is extremely bright. And, uh, again, I, I couldn't have asked for a better candidate there. He must know he's in trouble because he's running ads with the prosecutor and the sheriff as if they're a great team. Right. But all i got to do is look at that 74% increase in murders in Henrico County mm-hmm. over the last five mm-hmm. years. Man, I mean, that... I don't know how anybody spins that to be anything but a true disaster for those of us who live and work in Henrico. I don't know how he yeah. answers that. Uh, yeah, no, I don't either. And, and speaking of good teams, he uh, he started out his his election cycle advertising talking about uh, what a great team he makes with Governor Yunkin, which is really remarkable that he <laughs> would dare to suggest that he's going to work so hard with this governor that they hate so much. Uh, you know, all of it's just posturing, I think, realizing where they are, that they have a very popular governor and a very unpopular president, and so they're doing and saying things that, that whatever they think they have to do to get elected. Um, but, you know, the, I mean, the, the, the prosecutor in Henrico that he's, he's walking around with in, uh, in, in those, those ads, I mean, she, she used to be a, thought of as a, a good, you know, by-the-book prosecutor, but she's among the group that's the, the woke prosecutors now. I think she might have been one of the founders of that. Um, so that mentality is in, has certainly infected Henrico County in terms of, you know, this whole mentality of, um, you know, criminals being victims and, uh, and whatnot. So I think he does that at his peril. But again, yeah. I, I remain struck by the uh, his advertising about how he wants to work with Governor Youngkin all of a sudden. Now, you're Speaker of the House, I, and I'm loathe to put you on the spot here, but I'm, I'm outraged in Henrico with uh, Susanna Gibson, who is the Democrat nominee against the Republican David Owen for the House of Delegates seat that would actually represent me. And I've had a couple of people who've been very angry with me have said, oh, my God, John, you're obsessed with this lady and her sexual behavior, you know, her phone was hacked. And I've said, you know what, this is why I'm obsessed with it. 
Her phone was not hacked. She was performing sex acts live on the internet for money, which is the definition of prostitution. Do you not think that's a disqualifier? What are you all seeing about this? I just can't believe that Henrico County residents would go for this and that the state of Virginia would think this is cool. Yeah, I, I, we're, we are very much letting the people of Henrico County judge that one for themselves. And mm. by all accounts, they, they are going to judge it correctly and, and not, not in terms of her, um, whatever her life choices may be, um, but in terms of her judgment and her ability to exercise judgment on their behalf. Um, uh, you know, the whole thing, her whole situation and how that unfolded, even in, even after she became a candidate for public office, is very much something that I'm just going to let the the yeah. good people of Henrico decide for well, themselves. I hope they're paying attention. This wasn't some youthful indiscretion, and it wasn't a privacy violation and that's why i keep mentioning this because so many people were lied to at the beginning and and understandably bought the lie they need to know what the truth is i also got to ask you about the reaction in the state of virginia to the conflict in israel and it i don't know about you it's kind of shocked me how many people within days of hamas slaughtering jews took up for the Palestinians, and then kind of tried to excuse Hamas, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is a moment that you can kind of uh, split the difference here. Yeah, you know, we had, in fact, we had one Democrat delegate, uh, longtime delegate in Roanoke. Um, the minute he had the chance to blame Israel for an atrocity, this alleged hospital bombing uh, jumped at that chance and then well uh, in fairness as did the wall street journal the new york times the, you know the ap everybody jumped at the chance only when they figured out that it was untrue and mm -hmm. when they started hearing from people like i just heard in your break senator warner who's on the uh, democrat who's on the armed services committee who has access to good intel each and every day when they hear people like him say it wasn't Israel. It was, uh, you know, a Hamas rocket, and I'm not even sure it, the hospital was destroyed. Well, the latest I've seen is maybe that that rocket hit a, a parking lot. But anyway, once once they figured out that that didn't happen, uh, and that Hamas, as they routinely do, is lying about that, uh, they walked it back. But certainly, this Democrat delegate has not walked back his accusation that Israel, you know bombed intentionally bombed a hospital and killed 500 people which didn't happen in fact it doesn't appear any of that happened um but that tweet is still sitting out there today on on whatever we're calling twitter now mm -hmm. and um you know and and nobody's he hasn't walked it back nobody who's accepted his endorsement has said hey i'm i'm not i'm not with that and so you know in I guess there's a theme here, John, that there's all kinds of extremist thought that has infected the other party um, and that nobody really talks about it. They, they, they contrive ways to make us seem extreme when we're out here talking about gas prices and crime in their street, in, in their communities and how their kids are going to you know, catch up from the pandemic. Uh, that's what we want to talk about. And then all these, uh, all these ways of getting sidetracked on the other side keep cropping up and and uh you know they never get held accountable for it yeah there are a lot of people have revealed themselves in the last two weeks yeah and right I don't That's, think it's a good look yes yeah no I mean, it's it's good that people are 
showing us who they are. Yeah. Do you feel good headed towards November 7th for Republicans holding the House, even gaining seats? What do you think? Yeah, I, I feel, I feel, I mean, I, I may have to come back on here and, you know, uh, say I was wrong, but I, I tell you, my gut this morning tells me that, that I'd rather be us than them right now. And uh, the, the political environment, for so many reasons that I alluded to, that the very unpopular president, very popular governor, um, us being on the right side of all those issues I just mentioned, um, where they continue to be on the wrong side, and and it's clear that they are because they don't want to talk about any of those things. They are they are hitting on one note, um, which is uh, abortion everywhere, and trying to make us out to be something we are not, and 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 that we have very publicly uh, pushed back on uh, the reasonable position we have taken, and so. Um, you know, we, we, I would, the, the only caveat to all of that, everything going in our favor, this, you know, we are running a very robust early and absentee voting program. And by the way, this is what I'm supposed to remind your listeners that have not done so that they can go to secure your vote, Virginia, uh, dot com and make, make a plan to, to vote early or vote absentee. Right, right. Um, we're, we're hitting on all cylinders there. And the only right. thing that is, uh, you know, the Democrat money bomb is falling out of the sky right now, yeah, as it always does. But they're, they're, they're certainly on the air, and it, it yeah. ain't on WRVA, so I don't even benefit from that. But <laughs> listen, I appreciate you joining us. The Speaker of the House of Delegates of Virginia, Todd Gilbert. Thank you, sir. Thanks, John. 718, we're back with more in a moment, including giveaway for Politics and Pints here in Hopewell at the Beacon Theater coming up on November 1st. That's next on News Radio WRVA.